When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Three teams have been 15-1 in the history of the National Football League. All right, give yourselves a round of applause. Yeah, and you know what? Mathematically, Same the Vikings chance. can finish 15-1 and one still. Well, they already dropped one, but some good momentum at the end of that Lions game. I was looking at the schedule, Judd. I don't see many losses now that Andy Dalton might start in London on Sunday. The Bears are a disaster, even though they're... The Bears are always like a disaster that finds a way to still win random games, which is kind of what they're doing this year. Yeah. Yeah, the Bears scare me more there, though. The Bears come here. Doesn't scare me as much. No, no, no. Well, this is Purple Daily. Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl. Before we die, Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, our executive producer, Declan Goff. We're going to get into a Write That Down session here in just a few moments. But the show is presented by our friends over at TCL. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL bringing you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at TCL.com. And thanks to our friends at Surly Brewing Company, the mm. official craft beer of Purple Daily. And we have a couple fun events, Vikings, Purple Daily, Surly Watch Parties at the Brew Hall coming up, Judd. We do indeed. In fact, we, we want you to join us on one or both dates, October 16th for the Dolphins game, November 6th for the at Washington game. Score North and Surly Beer are, are combining to have a watch party, and then a live edition of Ventline in which people who are at the pub can participate. And look, it's, it's an opportunity for us all to gather, to talk Vikings, and most importantly, to enjoy some fantastic beer and food, including the Before I Die. And I believe right now the plan is to have some Before I Die cans oh, yeah. available as well. So on tap, of course, at the beer hall, but also cans. Make your plans now. And look, you know what? If you're a Viking fan from out, out state, make your plans and say, one of those dates, I'm going to come in and join you. And then you you can go home with some cans of Before I Die. It'll be a great time. If you attended our draft party, which we certainly appreciate, that was great fun. This will be basically the same thing. Again, the dates, October 16th for the Dolphins game, November 6th for the Washington game, Score North and Surly combining for watch parties at the beer hall. All right, let's get it here. The most innovative segment in all of sports talk, Declan. 
Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. You know, and I think it's worth bringing up here. We brought this up on Mackie and Judd, the uh, the other daily show that we do where we talk all Minnesota sports, if you haven't checked it out. Apple, Spotify, ScoreNorth.com, the ScoreNorth YouTube channel. But we have heard whispers that NFL Network's Sunday pregame show has blatantly stolen this segment. That they have a segment, I am told, called Write This Down, and they do predictions and stuff, and maybe they like revisit predictions from the past. I don't know if they have statistics like we do, because that could be career-threatening to professional prognosticators. But if anyone has any information, write this down. Send it our way. Mm. Send us a screenshot. Send us a video clip or something. We want to know who is stealing our creativity. Hour one on Sundays? Is that what you said, Phil? It's early. I mean, I I, I get into the pregame shows pretty early on Sundays. It's kind do. of background, and I haven't seen it yet. And I do watch the NFL, so it, it must just be on like early, and I and I haven't seen it yet. So, please, someone send some evidence of this. I'll record it. This is sports media crime, okay? Yeah, it's blatant. And the Levitard show doing reckless speculation now, and we love, listen, those guys are great. Uh, Dan Levitard used to be a guest on the old Royce and Mackey radio show. Reckless speculation. But you can't run that segment in good conscience. Yeah. Without acknowledging us. Acknowledge us. Whittingham, okay? Michael Ryan Ruiz, you know, if you want to use our statements or our, our segments, that's fine. But a, a little DM or a little little asking yeah, for permission you, would be nice. I think I think written a yeah. handwritten letter asking for permission seems appropriate. You come into okay. our house and steal our stuff. No, that's not how this works. No. But it but it is how it works apparently because yeah, they're just is. they're just doing it's it. It's the media. So uh all right. Write that down. Let's get into Write that down. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns on this edition. And uh, listeners, if you want to participate, like our guys Danish and Ben are about to, you can send us a message through the Scornorth app, and we'll get you scheduled sometime for this football season. So let's start with the accountability session. Judd, two things came off the board for you. Let's start with the bad. You said the Vikings would win. It was a parlay. Nice job. You said Kirk Cousins would throw for at least two touchdowns. Nice job. Oh. And at least 300 yards. He wasn't even close, right? Like 265? Yeah, for, yeah that's not like that. Yeah. yeah no. okay. It fell flat. I fell flat. You did say, though, and this is, nice. it's like a red zone touchdown. It's not a deep yeah. bomb or anything, but you said right. Adam Thielen will have at least five catches and a touchdown, which we're giving you a touchdown. Very nice for job. That. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very nice. nice work. Thank you. All right. I had a bad week. I told you there'd be another tie in the NFL. Well, and then I actually said, "Watch out for that Texans Bears game." That was a twenty to twenty game down to the final seconds of the fourth quarter, and I was just licking my chops. I thought we were headed for a, a punt fest in overtime, but the Bears kicked the game winning field goal. Uh, I said Johnny Munt will score the first touchdown of his career against the Lions soon. At some point, we will see a Johnny Munt sighting in the red zone. And then I said, Kirk Cousins' bounce back, inevitable bounce back, which he did, will include at least four passing touchdowns against the Lions. Well, a couple of drops in there. And we got three or two? Two. We got two. 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 
because Dalvin scored uh, the other touchdown. That's right. Or one of that. That's good. Four touchdowns. I don't know. It wasn't uh, four. Yeah, that wasn't that. Yeah. All right, listeners. Uh, Ryan said Kirk Cousins will throw at least five interceptions in the first three games of the year. I think he only has three. Maybe he has four. Three. He has three. three. He has three. In okay. Philadelphia didn't yep. have one against the Packers. Didn't have one against the Lions. Okay. And then Declan, little mixed bag for you. We'll start with the bad. You said the Vikings will beat the Lions by six or more. I think they won by four, right? You said Lewis Seen will play at least 20 defensive snaps against the Lions. For God's sake. Apparently, he has the least amount of snaps played among any non-injured first-round pick. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, he's not not picking up the system. Say less, Quasi. Uh, Dalvin Cook, you said, will get his first touchdown of the season against the Lions. We'll give you a, a nice chunk chunk yardage play yeah, for that one. Little play. Not a touchdown. Basically. And with that, Declan leads both categories, 37.1%. You're leading every category in both write that down. It's 37.1% yeah. <sighs> we'll completions, 10 we'll touchdowns. We'll, we'll take care of that. It's not the triple Judd crown. and I are virtually identical here, both at 34% completions, both at six touchdowns. Listeners at 22%, only four touchdowns. So listeners are a struggle bus. Yeah, Declan's have – this is a – a dominant season yeah. so far here. For what, you. what does the guy on the left do? He gets the predictions right. So when, when you, you, when you clown me for not talking or oh boy, thinking I have go. a nose problem, I'm actually getting all the predictions right. <laughs> a nose, nose problem? Yeah, nose problem. some people think uh, I, I do something with my nose before each show, and they're wondering in the <laughs> comments section if I'm uh, <laughs> indulging in itching, some type of... Itching really? your nose or something? Yeah, okay. Like, what do you do that would tip them off to your issue? Well, apparently some of the commenters who are familiar with these nose actions are thinking I'm doing those nose actions, which I don't do. So, How would they know? I guess how would they know, but um, just, just, uh, just, just blatantly, I don't want to do anything that makes me more Humble. hyper than I am. So let's just leave it at that. If you're wondering what the insecurity level is on today's show, Declan has now derailed the show to defend himself against accusations of him doing hardcore drugs before episodes yep. of Purple Daily. Studio so. 54, Declan Goff. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get our guest listener predictors in here. We've got Danish and Ben, Vikings fans. Whoa. Yeah, we're packed here, man. This, this is, is like uh, the Brady Bunch. This, <laughs> it really is. And you're uh, you're the dad, and we're all just the the kids Tom running around here. So let's start with let's start with Ben. Ben, uh, when did you first become a Vikings fan, and when did they first rip your heart out? Yeah, so I, I started off just kind of as a Minnesota fan in general. I'm from Red Wing, Minnesota. That's where I was born. Spent half my life in Colorado. And the latter half of my life has been in Birmingham, Alabama. So, mm. um, But my mom, born and raised in Minneapolis, kept me faithful to Minnesota sports. Um, first big memory was the Twins winning the World Series in 91. So that's my only positive Minnesota memory that I really have. Um, I started uh, seeing Vikings on the covers of all my Sports Illustrateds in college in 1998. And I was like, yeah. man, something's going on up there that's positive. I got to check that out. Little did I know we were having a 15-1 season. So I remember watching the Gary Anderson miss, but I was not emotionally invested whatsoever. But it caught my interest. And so I caught the bug at that point. Oh, no. um, but my first big gut punch was probably the 41-0 donut game. Uh, oh. I was kind of more of the Culpepper Moss era. So been staying on the train ever since. But it is, it's a painful train ride, guys. It really is. <laughs> man, I can't imagine – the Gary Anderson miss watching that. And then that now, now I'm going to opt in because you know now they're going to probably win the Super Bowl the next year. And yeah. no, they haven't, uh, <laughs> haven't quite gotten yeah. back to that level. So, uh, all right, Danish, when did you first become a Vikings fan? When did they first crush your soul? 
Well, um, I've been a Vikings fan since, and you guys might have to help me with the year, but I specifically remember my good friend's mom at the time being in love with Jack Del Rio. So, oh, my my I... aunt, my aunt Sandy in Santa Rosa, California, loved Jack Del Rio in the nineties too. I don't know, he was a ladies' man. Yeah, he was a good-looking guy. Man, yeah, interesting. But uh, you know, I was uh, watching there in '98. Um, made the comment right before the kick. Now watch, this will be the one he misses. And, uh, you know, pretty much got booed out of the house after that. Um, so, yeah, I've been a hardcore fan. Ever I haven't talked to family Dude, since. Danish and I are the same person, basically. So we both have, you know, connections <laughs> that love Jack Del Rio. When Blair, I was at a, a like a, a watch party with 15 friends or so. When Blair Walsh was lining up against the Seahawks, what was it, like eight years ago? For a 27-yard chip shot to win that game in the room, everyone's celebrating, high-fiving, and I, I just, something came over me. And I've told these guys this, and I out loud to the room, I said, oh, my God, I think something's going to happen. And everyone's like, dude, what, what, Buzz Killington? I said, I just, I, I think something's going to happen. And sure enough, he missed it. So You just have those, as, as Vikings fans, you just have that reflex of, oh, God, oh, it's like a ghost overtakes your body or something. So we're going to go around the room. Three predictions each. Let's start with, uh, we'll go Danish, Ben, Judd, Declan, Phil. And uh, Danish, you're under center first here. So what is your first prediction, sir? Write this down. Well, uh, seeing the uh, listener percentage here, I'm going to go with the check down, try to get that percentage up a little bit. Saints are negative six in the takeaway category um, in the takeover margin and for, through three games. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I'll have two takeaways in London. Um, All right. Seeing the news that maybe uh, Andy Dalton might be getting the start, that might hamper that, but still going to stick with the two takeaways in London. Do you want exactly two takeaways or at least two takeaways? At least two takeaways. Good okay. Call. Just want to clarify. Good call. Because exactly might have been a touchdown. I think because it's Andy Dalton, it's a good, solid completion for you to get on the on the board here. Write this down. All right, Ben, what's your first prediction? Yeah, I'm going to get right into that. Just quick context. This is the perfect time for me to be on this show. Um, I have four kids. I love them. Uh, but one of my failures as a father is that my firstborn is a just a rabid Saints fan. Uh, I failed to <laughs> pass on the uh, – yeah. And I just – this is not really a right that's down, but just advice to parents. Never allow your children to wear a jersey from another team unless it's the Lions or the Browns because uh, that's charity oh, work. no. If somebody so gave him – a Saints jersey, Reggie Bush, when he was seven. Oh. And then on January 24th, 2010, we are watching the NFC Championship game together. <laughs> and I remember when uh, Garrett Hartley banged home the field goal, he just turns over in this beanbag and just looks at me with this huge smile on his face. And I, it was a parenting moment where you just had to no. kind of contain oh, the rage. He's turning and that was you. it. You kicked oh. him out. Uh, yeah, I, I was very tempted, but my wife, uh, her, her saner brain prevailed in that moment. So anyway, this is a big game for us. And uh, this, yeah, it's been a pretty. He's twenty now and still love him, but man, this is a family feud. So uh, you know, this is a real hearted. thing. Like having like kids wearing. I remember as a kid, I just was inexplicably a Charlotte Hornets fan for like three years yeah. because I think I like their colors, and so my mom got me one of those pullover quarter zip starter jackets. Oh, it was a Charlotte oh, Hornets starter that's jacket. A nice, that's yeah. a nice yeah. logo. And, and I loved the Alonzo Morning, Larry Johnson, Muggsy Bogues. Hornets oh, yeah. teams for like three years, and then and yep. the, only because I had a shirt and a pullover jacket. So yep. be yep. careful out there, parents. Yeah, this is good no. advice. Yeah, write that down. Don't let that happen. Um, 
Okay, so my my first prediction, I'm going to go – I hope this is a touchdown. I'm going for three touchdowns to help the listeners. So you guys can modify these if they're not appropriate. But I think that on October 2nd, people around the U.K. are going to say, where were you 20 years ago? Uh, Or 20 years from now, they're going to say, where were you on October 2nd when Justin Jefferson did the gritty in the end zone? And so I think Justin Jefferson is going to come out of his two-week slump. Mm -hmm. He's going to score at least one receiving touchdown. And he's also going to have at least 75 receiving yards. Uh, by my research, the uh, the Saints have a stingy pass defense. They're only allowing 192 yards. So I think if Jefferson has a game like that, that's going to put us in good shape. So I like that's it. my first write that down. I like so it. I think for it to be a touchdown, so you get at least 75, at least a touchdown. I think we need another component here to make it a three-part parlay for it to okay. be – Okay. Uh, an actual touchdown. You could add Vikings win. If he said Vikings win 75 yeah. plus for JJ and a touchdown, yep. that's right. that's enough right there, right? That's not, we're definitely going to win. We're going to okay. be, we're going to be cracking surlies at 11 a.m. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's, let's do it. We're, we're going right. to win also. There we go. Uh, all right. Over to Judd, your first prediction. All right. With the threat that Dalton is going to start for the Saints. On Sunday, you can write this down. Daniil Hunter will have at least two sacks in this game. Oh, oh okay. Daniil Hunter. The, sta- the statue will be standing in the pocket and will be sacked at least twice by a guy who's probably tired of hearing what happened to him when he's still grading out pretty well. Yeah, I think at some point you probably hear some of that chatter. All right, Dex. All right, my uh, first prediction, another JJ one as well, with him being kind of held in check these last two weeks. Write this down. Justin Jefferson will go for over 100 yards against the Saints. So JJ will have over 100 yards against the Saints. You won't keep him in check for three weeks in a row. It's a good matchup, though, right? Because the Saints are are talented back there. They got what's-his-face Lattimore, I believe. Yeah, but you got to figure it out. If you're the Vikings, I agree. that's the I agree. thing. It's like you, Good this is though. this is what we were mad about. Yeah, I'm not I'm not yelling at you here. I'm just saying, like in general, well, what are you supposed to do? Oh, the opposing team, you know, put a safety over the top or this and that. I mean, Kevin O'Connell was all about we dictate what happens offensively, so make it happen. Write that down. Okay, write this down. Um, let's go. I'll go with the Daniil Hunter is a Darius Smith combo play here. I think this is a touchdown if this happens, but you guys tell me. I can add to it if I need to. Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith will combine for at least four sacks in this game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith will combine for at least four sacks sure. in this game. Yeah. I'm hunting touchdown. for touchdowns here. Mostly. I might have a, There might be a check down in here somewhere. So, uh, okay. Back to the top here. Danish, your second prediction, sir. Well, uh... The game is on October start second. That'll start uh, Kirktober for us. I'm predicting that uh, Kirk will have his first 300 yard game and a passer rating over 100. Okay, right. Kirk Kirktober coming in hot, baby. Uh, I think Kirk Vember has been statistically. I feel like there's another month yeah. that he's better in. We can look that up. I think I think Kirk Vember is a thing too, though. Like the later, the latter part of October into early part of November is when. Old Kirky boy thrive. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Ben. So you guys got into my notes. I had some Daniil Hunter, Zadarius Smith predictions and a little Kirk Tober in there. So I'm going to pivot. Um, uh, well, we're calling Os- this is a hot route here. This is an audible at the line of yep. scrimmage. Yeah, it's an audible. I don't know if it's a touchdown. The mic. Alert, alert. 54 is the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going deep into the grab bag here of audibles. Yeah. Uh, 
So I think KJ Osborne and Thielen are just heating up. So I think the two of them will combine for 120 yards and at least one touchdown. Okay. Yeah. If that's the thing, like it's funny because Jefferson had probably his worst game as a Viking, but one of the results of it in the Lions' attention was KJ Osborne being wide open for two throws that won the Vikings the game. So if they're going to do that to JJ, a you should still find a way to get him the ball, but then these other guys should thrive and. Thielen and KJ uh, take advantage. So right. Write it down. You like writing things down. Judley. All right. I do not believe that, that I have put this one on the record officially yet, although I have predicted it about eight times when we do our schedule predictions. So what the hell? Write this down. The Vikings will be 4-2 and two entering their bye week. Exactly 4-2, right? So exactly 4-2. and two. So the Vikings will be exactly 4-2 and two entering the bye week after the Dolphins game. That would be a, I think, a dream start. I know that uh-huh. you could wind up, you know, winning your next two and then getting smoked in Miami or something, but like, we'll and, and feeling weird going into the bye. But a four and two start, I think a three and three start is fine. And there'd be a huge disappointment among fans if they lost two of their next three. So, yes, four and two would be a, a really, really good start. Okay, Declan. Uh, my second prediction, uh, right now, 43 and a half points is the over-under in this game against the Saints. So I will write this down. The Vikings and Saints go over 43.5 points. So 43.5 is the line right now. I will say Vikings and Saints, they will go over the 43.5 mark. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that, there's been some really low over-unders yeah. early on here. And the average, the average score is like yes. a touchdown less per game or yes. something. Very combined. disturbing. So League doesn't yeah. like this. Rough. Write this down. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to have to... Focus more. What is a, a point of uh, clarification? Maybe yes. call yeah. some more defensive penalties to put offenses in position. All right, I'll make a Justin Jefferson prediction here too. I I don't know how many yards he's going to have, but they're going to make a concerted effort to get him the ball, so he will catch at least seven passes in this game after catching three okay. last week, and it was like five the week before, five maybe six. So he will catch at least seven passes in this game. Okay. Write it down. All right, back to the top here. Uh, Danish, your third and final prediction. All right, I'm going to go for a touchdown pass here. Um, at the end of the season, the excuses will be over for Kirk Cousins. We're going to finish with a top 15 overall defense, top 15 overall O-line, and a top 15 overall offense. Okay. Nice. And so um, uh, for, for defense, are we going, what metric should we use for, like like points. yards or scoring? Scoring? Yeah, points. scoring. Okay. Um, you know, rush yards has been a concern. Maybe we bring in, in Dominic Sue or something mm-hmm. here in the next week or two. But, yeah, I'd love to see uh, all the excuses over and see what happens with all those three things coming through, and I think that'd be a touchdown. For O-line, we'll probably go PFF grade. Yeah, it's hard, yeah. hard to quantify, so we can, go, we can go PFF grade for that. So, all right, yeah, get those excuses. Punt them out the door. Uh, Danish, since you have this life-changing platform here on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Well, uh, my good friend Troy Raymaker, biggest Viking fans I know, biggest Viking fan I know. Um, um, we we got season tickets right next to each other at the stadium, and uh, it's just made uh, being a football fan that much funner. And uh, yeah, so shout out to Troy. Yeah, moved down to Bear Country to Illinois, but. Uh, Still a lifelong Viking fan. So. Head on a swivel. Those, yeah. those idiot bear fans running around. Got to be careful. Uh, great stuff. And by the way, Danish, he won the Purple Daily Getaway to Miami. And so he's going to be down. Uh, if you're 
if you're looking around and you and you see a guy in white linen pants and some Helga horns, that's going to be Danish. Viking <laughs> jersey too. Roaming around in a few weeks. Right. Congrats, man. That's great. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, Ben. Your third and final prediction. Uh, third and final prediction here is a little three-part parlay. Um, I think we have, if I'm not mistaken, there's three games in England, if I'm not mistaken. So um, Vikings are going to beat the Saints, Packers will beat the Giants, and the Jaguars will beat the Broncos. Wow. Nice. The across-the-pond parlay here. Touchdown. An unprecedented yeah. prediction. Like in, international predictions, yeah. I like this. That's great, man. Love it. Love the wide range of predictions here. The ability to adjust at the line of scrimmage here and call an audible. Very yeah. impressive performance by you. Nice You've got to be adaptable on Purple Daily. I've, I've noticed. <laughs> Unkirk like. <laughs> Unkirk like, where you're like, yeah, no what am I clenching. supposed to predict? Uh, I don't know what to predict. All right. So, Ben, uh, who would you like to thank in your life that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Yeah, this is a pinnacle moment, fellas. Um, so I want to thank, again, my mom for just keeping me true to the path of of, of the Purple Faithful. Um, I got to thank my late grandma Anderson, who used to literally clip Star Tribune articles for me and mail them to Birmingham. So nice. I got some some Judd Zolgad articles way back in the day. Yes. I love grandmas, man. Uh, and the listen, best. they were great. You had internet access, but I still love reading the old newspapers. Oh, so, yeah. I um, appreciate that. I got to thank my wife, who's put up with a lot of insanity and has, has navigated our busy world around Vikings kickoffs and games. And then I got to thank you guys. You guys do. You guys bring it, man. It's good, sober, uh, sane clarity for us, uh, Purple Faithful. So I dial and appreciate you guys. Good work. Thank ben, you. thank you for the kind words and good luck with your uh, your divided family this yeah. weekend. Hopefully, hopefully you guys can mend fences. After the game is over. All right. I hope so. Great stuff. Good luck with your predictions, Danish and Ben. Um, We got one more trip around the room here, Judd. So let's let's finish strong. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. All right. Here it is. Write this down. The Eagles will be six and zero entering their week seven bye. The Eagles will be undefeated. So they play Jacksonville, Arizona. And Dallas and the Cardinals game on the road. Now the Cardinals I don't like much. Jacksonville is tougher, and mm-hmm. Dallas is tough. But I, fe- I they're on to something here. The Eagles will be perfect entering their bye, which is by the way the same week as the Vikings. I think they might lose to Jacksonville. I'm not going to go on the record with that, but they might. Doug, Doug Peterson's going to want want revenge. It's going to be a good game. Yes, he is. And Trevor Lawrence is is coming into his own, although so is Jalen Hurts is Jaylen, really yeah. stepping up to a new level, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, Declan, your third and final. All right, third and final prediction from me. Uh, I've been talking a lot about the AFC West all season, and especially the last few weeks, so write this down. This is definitely a touchdown, too, I think. Uh, <laughs> definitely, I think. We'll decide. Yeah. We'll We'll, we'll, we'll decide we'll on that, Declan. Okay. The AFC West will fire at least two coaches midseason. Oh, that's for sure a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> what? The AFC West so will before fire the, two So before coaches. the season ends, two, mid-season. two are going to be gone. Well, Andy Reid's not getting fired. Andy Reid's so not getting fired. No, you think, he, and we have two first-year coaches. in. Well, Josh McDaniels already had a, he's like three. a, a meeting with the ownership, yeah, right? Yeah, he's most likely, if we're doing odds here, he is most likely uh, because of the ownership. And then uh, we'll see if Staley also survives. You I want know, Staley we'll fired so bad. You hate that yeah, kid. The Chargers are ravaged with injuries right now, too. So there's, yeah. a, there's a little bit of a built-in thing for Staley. Yeah. But 
Hackett and McDan and Josh McDaniels are the two, but they're man to fire a rookie head coach. Anyway, yes, that's a touchdown. Definitely in, a touchdown in spades, man. Yep. Okay. Write that down. Write this down. I think Garrett Bradbury found some sand in his football pants, boys. <laughs> so he currently ranks sixth among centers on PFF. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I think we I think we found something here. Oh boy. So I'm gonna say this. Garrett Bradbury at the end of the season will remain in PFF's top ten highest graded centers. And that is among just it, whenever I make these predictions, it's guys who played at least right. like a certain like qualified snaps or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think I think they have unlocked something with Garrett Bradbury here. And uh, he will finish. And maybe it's just having Ezra Cleveland's been pretty good at left guard. Ingram's kind of struggled, but maybe it's just having some better players around him. He will yes. finish as a top ten graded center. I like it. And then he will get a he will get a, an extended stay on his NFL career. So there you go, boys. Those are your write that down predictions. Write this down. It used to be the only show in America that did this no. segment until NFL Network stole it blatantly without asking any permission or acknowledging what us hell? whatsoever. Rich Eisen. Just I ripped it off. Loved Rich Eisen. Loved, loved Rich Eisen. It's over. Until he stole this segment, but that's fine. Um, you know what? Judd has stolen weight from his body and put it aside. 40 pounds worth. Just stole it right out. It's gone. And it's he's gone. lighter now. It's great. It's gone, and it's staying gone, and guess why? Because my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers, who helped me drop, and more importantly now keep off with their plan 40 pounds, and it's it's called a weight control center because it's not a fad diet. It's not a quick fix. It's not here today, gone tomorrow, all the weight's back. No, it means the weight stays off. Dawn joined. She's down 16-plus pounds. We know we've gotten tons of notes on Twitter from, from our PD family of folks who have joined. And guess what? Drop the weight because this works. And now, if you join your first eight weeks for free, that's right. Imagine all the weight that you can lose for free within the first Eight weeks, the Flex program, which is new, lets you enjoy the foods that you love, food, um, fruit, pasta, and even bread. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. That is your first move towards weight loss and keeping that unwanted weight and unwanted pounds off. Livia.com. Gentlemen, prize picks is a really easy way to play daily fantasy. You pick between two and five players and an over or under on their projections for that particular week or game, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And the best part is you can combine sports, too. Like, if you just – that for me, that's the best part. I love being able to pick a little college football over here, a little you know NFL over there, maybe some Major League Baseball with the playoffs coming up. Mixed sport entries are a blast. Um, just download the app, Price Picks. Go to PricePicks.com. Use the promo code NORTH, and they will match your first deposit up to $100. You can also help us out as a show by entering that promo code NORTH so that they know that uh, we helped usher you over there. Price Picks, daily fantasy made easy, the Price Picks app. Also, uh, if you have issues with hail damage to your vehicle, mm-hmm. our friends at Hail Ace are here to help you. 
Yeah, it'll make life a lot easier if you had that nasty hail damage this spring or maybe even this fall. We had a, we had a pretty nasty uh, um, uh, season of hail damage. And luckily, our guys at, at Hail Ace can take care of you. So our guy Adam, who's a big Vikings fan and a fan of Purple Daily, he'll help you work with the insurance company. It'll be a very smooth, easy process for you. So if you have hail damage on that car, bring them in. Said Purple Daily sent you. You can book your appointment online. It's HailAce.com. Go to HailAce.com to learn more and book that appointment now. All right, boys, before we get into what are people saying about the Vikings and uh, the Ringer quarterback rankings, which are one of our most fun things to, to peel back every single week. Mm-hmm. So we've talked a little bit about just some of the the Vikings are two and one, but what are the underlying things they need to clean up so that they can keep winning football games? We went over four different things yesterday, but I want to dig a little deeper on one of them. So the, the defense has been problematic process wise, a lot of yards. They rank very low yards per play. You know they're getting gashed on the in the run game, et cetera, et cetera. The offense has also been underachieving. So uh, we'll do a state of the offense, a full address tomorrow with a bunch of categories. But so far this season, and I'll back up a step and say before the year started, like they needed to make their offense and defense better. But I think we were all very bullish that the offense was going to be the thing that carries this team. That they've got. They've got weapons, they've got a, an accurate professional quarterback, and now they've got an offensive mastermind coach, and all of it's going to come together. They've got a franchise left tackle, franchise right tackle. It's all going to come together here. That this needs to be one of the five or ten highest scoring offenses in the NFL, or, you know, pack it in. Mm-hmm. Well, so far through three games, yards per play, Vikings offense is 13th. Points per game, they are 16th and two touchdowns behind the leaders per game, by the way, that are like in the the Vikings are averaging like 18 points per game or something offensively. Mm -hmm. And so I'm being patient here. This thing might take a few weeks to click, but they need to score more points so they can maximize what their team is really built around. But I would also argue when they score more points and jump out to leads early, it makes the defense a lot better. I was asking Boone about this just from an offensive lineman standpoint on the trenches podcast this week. I said, okay, is it my, like I've always, and even like statistically the Vikings, I gave you this number the other day when the Vikings score 20 points in the first half in the Kirk cousins era, they are nine and two in those games. When the chiefs and Packers who are the, those are the two highest scoring first half teams uh, in that same time. They have scored 20-plus points in the first half 44 times since that 2018 season, and they are 37-7. and So my grand point here is score early and often and make life easier on your defense. I said, as an offensive lineman, how much harder is it to play defense when you're down like 14-0? Or how much harder is it to play offensive line, I should say, when you're down like 14-0? He goes, oh, my God. It's like they're jumping your snap counts. They're bull rushing you because they know you're not going to run. Yeah, but if you take a lead, and now now you have a better chance of keeping your offensive playbook open, et cetera, and your defense knows that the other team has to be one dimensional. So yeah, defense, 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 got to be better. Got to stop allowing you know these gash plays on the ground. But I still look at the offense and say that is the thing that's going to drive this team. And week one was a great recipe. Guess what? They jump out to a two touchdown lead. A lot easier to play defense, especially yeah. at home. So, I yes, I'm paying attention to defense over here, but I think the offense can help all of this by just taking leads early and scoring a bunch of points and throttling down like they did in that week one against the Packers. 
I agree completely. But the thing about, about this is, again, it's going to take some time. Like, we just don't know. Like, I, I'm being patient because I don't know what to expect. And, and that's why I don't uh, poo-poo or, or show disgust with the, with the win against Detroit. Because you know what? You got to win in, in a game in which you certainly did not play great. But I will defend the fact that no real starters, other than the offensive line very briefly, played in the exhibition games, okay? I, I will defend that. I think that's a smart move. But, you know, you can practice all you want. The continuity there is not going to be completely there until you've played games. And And you know what, too? This is, we don't know this. Just from a starting point. This whole assumption that Kirk Cousins was going to be Stafford. Well, he's just going to be Stafford now. It's just going to work. It's going to work. We don't know that. The other thing, Kevin O'Connell in his life, as far as I know, in a National Football League game until this season, has never consistently called plays. Mm -hmm. That is a difficult job. Now, he's trying to coach and call plays. I'm not excusing it. I'm saying I need more time to see this through. Because, yes, ideally the offense scores points, you get off the leads, the defense then can, in very football term, pin its ears back. Oh, Pin yes. its Sorry. ears back! Sorry, that's my bad. Football. Um, but there might be, ultimately, personnel elements that are currently there that aren't the right fit. There just yeah. might be. Well, Three uh, games I in. Yeah, and I think one, I'll give you one more nugget here too. If the offense can figure it out and become a team that's averaging closer to thirty points a game instead of you know eighteen or the twenty three or whatever it was they averaged last year, again makes life easier. The four highest scoring first half offenses in two thousand twenty one. So again, first half scoring. Who jumped out to the biggest first half outputs offensively? The four highest scoring first half offenses all had top 10 scoring defenses as well. Sure. Cowboys, Chiefs, Bucks, Bills. Absolutely. Is that because in a vacuum, those were just coincidentally some of the best defenses too? Maybe in a couple cases. Or is it that, hey, we're up 20 to 10. Hey, we're up 24 to 6 or whatever. Now it's way easier to do what we want in the second half, game flow-wise and defensive-wise. So what do they say? Sometimes the best defense is a great offense. Football. Let's see that here at some point. I honestly don't think, and it's a guess at this point because we certainly don't know for sure. I honestly don't think personnel-wise this is what O'Connell is going to want to end up with. Um, they On Sunday, to get the win, which is fine, they sort of reverted back to things that, that some of the players on the team are comfortable with. But I don't know that that's what O'Connell long-term wants to to do. I'll give you a perfect one. And they have not used this guy at all on offense, and I'm a little bit surprised, but I think he's the type of player. It might not be him in particular. Kane Wongwu, okay, who has not been used, I don't think, for a snap, mm-hmm. is a dude who's a speedster. Like, he creates, he creates interesting matchup problems that nobody they currently play a lot does. Yeah. Um, and so I honestly think... That they are that they are going to try to win games by sometimes going back to things that Kirk and company. So I'm not just blaming Kirk, but Kirk and company are comfortable with. Do I think that that is ultimately O'Connell's dream? 
Probably not. And that's what they're going to have to learn. But I mean, you know, they essentially did what the Vikings have done for a long time now, which is week two loss. Dalvin didn't get enough carries. What do they do? Go back to feeding Cook. And he's good. He's a damn I'm actually, I'm actually fine with that too because I am too, but what I'm saying the ball. I, I am too, but what I'm saying is it reverts back to a formula that works for the personnel that, that they have, which a good coach does. I don't know if that's long term how you do it though. That's all I'm saying. Well, running the but like the the this is another misperception though. I think you, are you saying they shouldn't run the ball often no, or what no, are you saying? No, no, no. I'm saying that a Wangwu speedster type can run the ball, but also creates matchup problems that when Cook is out there, you don't necessarily have because he has no question lost a step. So no, you have to run the ball. I don't know that they're doing it exactly in the facet that's going to be, at the end of the day, O'Connell's um, dream or vision for the offense. Okay. Wangu is such but a yes, mystery because he barely ran the ball in college. He was like mostly a returner in but college. But you know who too. did? Tyson Chandler. Mm-hmm. Like there, is, Tyson Chandler might be the starter next year. There's just, just some there's some interesting ways that this could, could go, and I am not advocating abandoning the run, but I am saying... I think that they're going to slowly but surely morph, uh, morph more towards the personnel that they want. Here's one other thing, too, to consider is that the last time a coordinator and coach came in here with Kirk and said, it's going to be largely on you, was Filippo in 2018. And I'm, right. maybe Filippo was just not the greatest communicator or coach or whatever, but it kind of failed miserably once they got about six or seven games into the season. It just... Kirk Kirk needs to play off of play action. He needs to – it can't just be – I don't think it can just be shotgun five wide, shotgun three over. Like, they're going to run a lot of 11 personnel more than almost any other team. Play it, baby. But I think you need you need to have the element of You said 11 personnel. You said 11 personnel oh. and didn't play football. Can I finish football. my yeah. sentence Good before Lord. you call for it? Sorry. I got excited. Just finish my sentence first, for God's sake. We should just start asking Judd to call for things in the middle of, of us. Drink your coffee now. Drink it now. <laughs> they took yeah, the button now. bar. Take your glasses off. Yeah, take, take your glasses they off. took the button bar away from me. Grab a Surly. I was stripped of the button bar. I'm like Pete <laughs> Filippo. Uh, all right. What are people saying about the Minnesota Vikings? Presented by our friends at the Minnesota Lottery. I know your visual was taken away because uh, it's such a fun game. Your wife, your wife played the scratch off game. Veteran, oh, what's this? Veteran what play, this? veteran play by Don. <laughs> and now we're all rich. Okay, so with ten point two million dollars in total cash prizes, it is time, guys, to go big with the lottery's big ticket Viking scratch game. So big, huge second chance prizes too. The lottery say I'm in must be 18 or older to go big. But that's right. Even if the Vikings don't win, you can with the Viking scratch game. Uh, If you're a business owner, you can win big by partnering with Federated Insurance. And uh, sometimes it's about protecting your bottom line uh, with risk management tools and resources, which is what Federated excels in going back over 100 years. They're like a great offensive line for your business, just guiding you, protecting you, et cetera, having your back. Uh, Find a full list of industries Federated protects over at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. All right. What are people saying about the Minnesota Vikings? Quarterback ranking edition. The Ringer has brilliantly put together weekly quarterback rankings. Let's start at the top here. Patrick Mahomes for the third consecutive week is the best quarterback in the NFL. Before the season, they had him the second best quarterback in the NFL. 
Uh, I think pretty sure Aaron Rodgers was number one preseason. I believe so. Josh Allen is now number two up from fifth preseason, which I don't know, like fifth preseason. Now he's second. He's been the second or third best quarterback the whole year. I take issue with some of these rankings. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers started the season as the best quarterback. He's now down to third. Yeah. And then we get Justin Herbert with just damage to his ribs and injuries. Offensive linemen are getting lost for the season. It's just kind of a disaster down there. Uh, Lamar Jackson up to fifth from eighth preseason. That's you know what? That's the one. I think I he's back. Like kind of is back. It's yeah. fun to watch him again now. He's back. Then you get Tom Brady at sixth. Kyler Murray up to seventh here. He was tenth a couple weeks ago. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. I think he's holding mostly steady here. He's eighth. He's down a little bit from sixth. Dak Prescott, ninth. Trevor Lawrence up to 10th. Joe Burrow down to 11th. Matthew Stafford, 12th. Derek Carr, 13. Jalen Hurts, 14, up from, I think, 20 to start the season, 21st. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, I'm going to stop there. We haven't gotten to Kirk yet. Do you take issue with any of these guys here? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. How do you justify, and per- perhaps, perhaps they're, their ranking formula works for this, but how do you justify Dak Prescott being that high and Jalen Hurts being that low, like from what we've seen? Because it's in season rankings, right? Like it's for the 2022 yes, season. Yes, I believe it's just for this season. So yeah. yes, I do take issue with that. At least Dak shouldn't be that high. He's hurt. Well, I guess that's the question. If it's just for this season, then Jalen Hurts would be like top five. So I don't really understand what the. Okay. Maybe I'm missing something. Fair enough. And then we get to Kirk Cousins as the 15th best quarterback in the NFL. He was as high as 13th after the first week victory over the Packers. So right below him are Matt Ryan, Tua, Ryan Tannehill, Jameis, and okay. Mac Jones. So, um, you know, a lot, there's a lot of Cousins Crusaders out there that would take <laughs> massive issue with this. I actually take a little issue with this. I think right now... Right now, I probably slide him ahead of Derek Carr. I think Jalen Hurts has absolutely jumped in here, and I think Trevor Lawrence. So there's a fair case to be made that like yes. net ranking, Kirk is lower now than he was three weeks ago, and Tua because Jalen Hurts. You could make an argument for Tua in I'd the new it, system. Those three, I would. Trevor Lawrence. Agree, Phil. Yeah. Yep. You know what though? The thing with Kirk, he's in the right ballpark. Yeah. So like he's a little bit low, but it's the right. But but he's in. Ballpark-wise, I don't disagree. Yeah. And again, the write-up here, the headline is, maybe the greatest system quarterback of this era, for better or for worse. That if everything's going right within the system that he has mastered, he's brilliant, but you can't always get things to go right. What's it like when it goes off script? So so I would argue, though, on Sunday, it sort of did go off script. Uh, the game flow did, for sure. You weren't expecting to have to come back twice. Yeah, yep. credit to him, man. It's like that was not a perfect like that what that was the type of game that I I think with the previous coaching staff I don't know he comes back twice from 14 point deficits or d- double double di- digit right cuz they were down by 14 and then down by 10. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I give Kirk a lot of credit for that. Like that's the type of game he ordinarily does not win. Yep, yep. Of course, at some point it's got to be on the road against a really good team. You know, it can't, can't just always be noon against the Lions or the Panthers or the Jaguars or the Broncos three years ago. Like, it's got to right. be Packers. And 
Big Cat had like this hilarious like chart that he talked about on on Barstool Sports this week. It's called the Kirk Cousins Life Cycle, and I don't have it in front of me, but I'm reading it. But it's basically just a circle of insanity of death, and it's basically <laughs> the top. the 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 bottom is is get your ass kicked in devastating fashion and prime time. Beat the Bears at 1 p.m. Beat the Lions at 1 p.m. <laughs> Almost created a great team in America's primetime slot at 4:20. Mow the lawn. Beat a good team at 4:20, and then once again get blown out in primetime again. It's just yep. a circle of death. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far oh. off. You like that? It really isn't. That's pretty damn good. Yep. All right. Um, that's a wrap on today's Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Thank you guys for pushing us. We're getting super close to 50,000 combined YouTube subscribers on Purple Daily and Score North, which is just kind of a kind of a crazy number that we weren't sure was going to happen a couple of years ago. So thank you all for being part of this community, and we'll see you for the State of the Offense episode tomorrow on Purple Daily. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.